welcome back to this week's episode of the pod. I'm actually really, really excited about today's. I didn't really have anything planned. Um, and then I thought, actually, I have a really good idea of a topic. And it's kind of just a more of a reflective one, probably more of a personal one, like just a bit more of a chill potty episode. So we're really keen for that. Apologies if you can hear um, the washing machine because it's just finished. Um, So yeah, I'm going to do a little bit more of a reflective potty app today um, and a bit more of like a casual laid back chill potty um, that you can kind of listen to that you don't like need to be too invested in Um, and it's not too jam packed. It's just like going to be a reflective chatty episode. So that's what we're going to do with today. I'm just moving the microphone if you can hear weird noises. Um, So I wanted to do a podcast episode on some lessons that I've learnt of late. Um, So I would say I've really felt a little like a shift in the past couple months with just, you know, the way I suppose that I'm doing things and the realizations I've had and and all the things. So I always think it's kind of good to just look back and then, you know, look at the lessons that you've learned and what things have shifted for you and things like that. So that's what I'm going to do today is just go over some lessons I've learned of late and hopefully, you know, maybe some of them you can relate to yourself and it's something you can take with you. Um, If not, it's something that you can kind of learn about and maybe when it comes up, if it comes up for you in the future, you kind of... um, you know that that this is here I suppose like it's just you know everyone's different everyone has different lessons that they learn um so I just wanted to share mine um but I will start with three things that I'm grateful for um this morning we went for a sunrise swim uh major vibe so definitely grateful for that the second thing I'm grateful for um is probably this the weather oh my gosh the weather is so good at the moment up here so that would be my second thing and the third thing that I am grateful for um is just this podcast like I just I love it I love it and I find it really easy to jump on here and chat um which I was reflecting on that kind of earlier today and I think it just kind of speaks it speaks volumes to like I very rarely edit this. If I edit it, it's because like either there was something that I'm like, actually, no, that didn't feel good to like have that in there or it's like annoying noises or whatever. Um, but most of the time I just sit down and I'm like, this is what I'm going to speak to. I don't really plan it. And then off I go and it just feels really good that way. Um, so I'm really grateful that I just have this channel to, you know, chat and share things and share, you know, what I learn and what I know and all the things. So I'm grateful for that. So anyway, let's get straight into, um, some lessons I've learned of late. So by that, I probably mean in the past couple months, so two months. Um, so my first one is a really, really nice one and it's felt like this is probably something I've only really been landing in the past week, to be honest. Um, and it's just remembering who you are before you become an adult. I actually had this weird, so it's a bit of a long story, but at the start of August, I set some intentions, right? I've been getting a lot more into intention settings each, intention setting each month. And I set an intention in regards to business just to build a little bit more of my brand. So I guess what I mean by that is like, it's one thing to teach, you know, 
the the stuff but it's like the way you teach it and who you are as you teach it and what you enjoy and what kind of people think of when they think of my Instagram and my podcast and things like that beyond just the content because I suppose the content you can google it you know what I mean like or you can look it up or learn it yourself through textbooks and things like that so it's like personal brand I suppose is just like what I represent and you know, I was, I really wanted to anchor a little bit more into that of what is my brand and what do I want to represent and things like that. Anyway, so I set that intention with not a lot of idea. I had a few ideas of what I can strengthen and things like that, but I, you know, I was like, I'll trust that, you know, I'll be led to what I need to learn and implement and things like that. And it's really, really funny because I had, last weekend, I had some time and I just thought, you know what, I actually really want to watch some YouTube. Like, I actually really enjoy watching YouTube vlogs, like other people's vlogs. And I was watching this one um, vlogger that I really enjoy watching. And I was thinking, I really like her. Like, what is it that I like about her, her lifestyle and all the things? And, you know, what I landed on was like, she actually reminds me a lot of me. Like, she reminds me a lot of me. But it was nearly interesting because it was like, she actually reminds me of parts of myself that I've probably forgotten about a little bit. Um, And it really got me thinking about, like, I think it can be really easy to become an adult and actually lose who you are a little bit in just doing adult things. Like, I obviously, like, I'm very driven and I have, you know, the things that I'm working towards in terms of business and life and career and all the things, but, you know, we're still humans outside of that and we're still have, we still had, I guess, personality traits and things that we were us before we became adults. Um, And it's just been something really cool to, like, I witnessed that in myself and I was like, I actually, I think I need to do more for just myself, more because I just enjoy it, not because it's going to benefit me in my growth, not because it's going to benefit me in my business, not because it's going to benefit me in progressing in life, purely doing it because I enjoy it. And that was a really, really nice thing to land in. And, you know, it's really interesting because I think about a certain version of myself, I suppose, um, when I reflect on who I was growing up and things like that, I remember a certain age, um, it was when I was 17 and I reckon it was before I got to year 12 because I think when I got to year 12, I put a lot of pressure on myself to do really well and, you know, succeed and all the things. And I think once I got into year 12, that became more of my personality of like study and like succeeding and, you know, juggling that. And I think ever since year 12, I've always had something on the go that I'm trying to progress or trying to achieve in. Um, And, you know, I think back to before year 12 and I think about what I did in my life and what I did that I enjoyed and who I was and how I liked to do things and what I did with my free time. And it really, yeah, it made me realize that I was really, really happy in that time. Um, and, you know, a lot of those things that I was doing and who I was, I've actually changed and I'm not doing as much anymore. And I think even another sort of lens to this is, you know, I am someone that I'm like, I'm looking at who I want to be and what I want to do and what I want to embody and the type of person I want to be nearly so much so that I forgot about taking parts of me with me as well. 
Um, so that's a really big lesson I've learned of late of just remembering who I was before I became an adult. Remembering who I was when I just had time to be. Before I was trying to do something all the time, before I was trying to achieve things, before I was trying to, you know, quote unquote, progress in any way. Like who I was when I was just me and I was just living my life before I had a heap of responsibility and, you know, and all of the things. So that's been something, a lesson that I've learned and I've really kind of been just sitting in, I suppose, in the past week. And it's actually been really, really nice to start reconnecting with that, those parts of myself. So you know, some things that come to mind, I suppose, is I just, I think for some reason when I was 17, I was really like, I think, I reckon I got through that part of high school where you're trying to be, you're trying to fit in and things like that. I think by the time you get to, you know, 17 or so, you're not as influenced by, you know, trying to be in the cool group or trying to be X, Y, Z or whatever. Like you kind of just anchor into who you are a little bit more. Um, and I would say that's probably what I was really getting into when I was around that age of 17. Like I really, really was into my sport and fitness, you know, and I was just had a style I liked and I had, you know, just certain, I guess, characteristics and things I enjoyed and hobbies and, you know, ways I did things that I've actually I'd forgotten about. And now it's like I'm thinking of them again and it's like, you know, even if it's just a simple thing like listening to country music, because I used to love listening to country music or another really funny thing that I've just started doing is, um, well, running has been a really good way to reconnect as well, because I used to be really, really driven in sport. Like I used to, um, be really driven. I used to play like netball and I was really, really driven in that. And I would always like do running. I would do hill sprints. I would go down to the netball courts and I'd do the beep test. I would do like interval running, you know, I would just go down there, I would throw the netball against the, um, like the wall for ages, like, I was just, it's just how I enjoyed spending my spare time, um, so now I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, what can I, what can I start doing again, so running has been a really good one, um, just kind of changing up how I do fitness, I think for, for a little while, fitness was like, um, again, a progression thing, like trying to improve myself, instead of just doing it because I actually really enjoyed doing it. Um, So that's sort of been another thing. And yeah, really random one um, is I'm just like trying to get my flexibility up again. So a challenge I have at the moment is to be able to do the splits because I used to be able to and I used to like do gymnastics or it was called circus um, and used to be really flexible and things like that. So I'm just kind of, you know, playing around with those things and I guess connecting a little bit with those past versions of myself that I'd kind of forgotten about so that's a really really nice one and yeah I guess I urge you to think about you know who you were before you became an adult and the things you did when you were growing up and maybe how you can start to implement them in your life now um it's just been a really nice lesson that I've learnt um that I wanted to share with you guys it's just been really really nice to anchor into that and reconnect with that part of myself um so that would be my first lesson my second lesson, lesson, my second lesson would be the power of decision. Um, and I guess I only have really one like big example of this that's really stood out to me. Um, but it's in my, it's actually through my running journey. So I guess where I want to unpack with like the running and things like that is 
for a long time, I always, like I did, I enjoy running and it was like, oh yeah, I want to do a little bit more running, things like that. But I would run and I would run way too fast and I would absolutely be zonked um, after running like a kilometer. And then I would just be like, oh, well, that was good. Like, like I was like, oh, well, one kilometer is better than none. And then I would be happy days and off I would, like, I would just be happy with one kilometer. And it's really interesting because, and Lucky would always say to me, he's like, how far do you think you could run if you really tried? And I was like, oh, honestly, dude, I'm like, I'm dying after this 1K, you know, I like, I just don't think I could do further. And he was kind of like skeptical, but I was like, nah, bro, it's so hard. Um, anyway, so that's used to be how I kind of approached running. And then I just got to this point where I don't even know what it was. I was like, nah, I want to run further. Like I'm going to do it. And I decided, I was like, I'm deciding that I am running my first run. I was like my first proper run, I suppose. I was like, I'm running three kilometers. That is my decision. Non-negotiable. I am running three kilometers. I don't care how long it takes. I just got to run it. Like, I don't care how slowly I run, but like, I'm not stopping at any point. I am running three kilometers and that was my decision. And it's really, really interesting because I guess there's a couple things that I want to play into here. When I decided I was running three kilometers, I I approached my run a lot differently and, you know, I was running, wow, that's Holly, I apologize. I was approaching the way that I ran differently because I was like, okay, I'm, I've got to run three kilometers. When I felt like I was maybe pushing it, going a little bit quick, I slowed down a little bit because I knew that I had to sustain this for three kilometers. The next thing that I really landed in was like, okay, I've decided that I'm running three kilometers. If I stop... I am giving myself the evidence that I don't stick to my word, right? And in turn, I make myself a really untrustworthy person because if you think about it, if someone says, yeah, I'll do this for you, yeah, I'll do this for you, and they don't do it, you actually trust them a little bit less, right? Like you're going to trust someone that shows up for you constantly and always does what they say they're going to do more than the person that's flaky and says they'll do something and they don't, right? It's actually understanding that you can't hide from yourself, you know, as much as you say, like I used to say to myself, oh, I'm going to go for a 5k run, but I would run per kilometer. And then I'd be like, you know what? That's better than none. But that was actually me being a flaky human. And I was actually just giving myself the evidence, even though like, you know, it's like, oh, well, I still ran, you know, and that was the little excuse I had. At the end of the day, I was still lying to myself. You know, I still had the evidence. I still knew that if I was going to try run five kilometers again, well, my evidence in the in the past proves that I only do it once. Like I've only can do one kilometer. Sorry, Holly's distracting me. Just open the door. Um, so that would be, yeah, just the power of decision, I suppose, in that moment where I was like, yep, I'm going to run this three kilometers. I decided I was going to do it. I kind of then changed my approach because of that. And then I had this thing where it was like, okay, well, what evidence do you want to create in this moment, Casey? Like, do you want to prove that you can do this and you can stick to your word? Or are you going to prove that you can't? You know, what evidence do you want to create in this moment? And I, you know, nothing changed with me physically, but mentally it was me making that decision that that's what I was going to do. That in turn made me run that three kilometers and I've been playing with that idea ever since so I did the 3k and then I was like all right next I'm gonna do 5k 
right? Mind you, I would say this has only been the past month and a bit that I've been doing this, right? So note that a month, two months ago, I couldn't even run three kilometers. I then ran three kilometers. Then I set a goal to run five kilometers and I ran the five kilometers. And then one night I I knew I wanted to do a bit further and one random night after work, I did seven kilometers. And then my next one was 10 kilometers and I did that last Sunday. So all of that was nothing to do with like, I've, I've done a few runs. I wouldn't say my fitness has got that much better. You know, nothing really changed except that I decided I was going to do this. So I think that's really, really powerful. Just the power of decision, what that can do once you set your mind to it and then you won't accept anything else. So that's been another lesson that I've really kind of, um, yeah, just landed in lately and am reflecting on. I would say my next one is um, the danger of being too comfortable. So what I think is interesting here is obviously a lot of my drive for what I'm doing and what I want to achieve in this lifetime is to create a level of comfortability, right? It's to feel comfortable financially. It's to feel comfortable like I don't resent my work or I don't resent what I do in this lifetime. It's to not feel too stressed. It's to be able to honor my body and be able to eat good healthy foods and do good healthy things and and all of the things, right? That's a big driver of why I do what I do. But I think What I reflected on in myself is that it's easy to get a little bit too comfortable where it actually no longer serves you and that sometimes it's actually healthy to be uncomfortable. And why I say this, and this is when I landed in this, this is when I started A, implementing running because running is uncomfortable and I implemented, um, I implemented cold showers and I guess why I did this is because life isn't always comfortable things are going to be uncomfortable and I think it's really healthy to kind of put yourself in uncomfortable positions here and there or or regularly on the regular and actually start to there's I guess there's a couple branches I want to speak to here but the more you can do hard things and get through it and show up through it and do it the more evidence you're creating that you can handle hard things. So, you know, I think that was just a big one I landed in where I was like, you know what, I actually am getting a little bit too comfortable where it's like I was still moving the needle and I was still showing up and doing the things, but I needed to actually get a little bit more uncomfortable and push myself and feel a little bit more discomfort, whether it's like working extra hard in a gym session, whether it is doing a cold shower, whatever it is, because it's actually really healthy for you. And another reason I suppose I wanted to start implementing things like cold showers and whatnot is because of the feeling it creates after you do the hard thing, right? You know, when you finish a really, really hard workout and you push through it and you feel like invincible and you feel really proud of yourself and you create a feeling of like, fuck yeah, I just did that. I just pushed myself through that and I just got through that. It's a really good feeling. Well, it's like if you put yourself in a level of discomfort every single day, you actually get to access that feeling every single day, right? You get to access that feeling. So you're choosing, me by me saying I'm going to have a cold shower every day, 
right? At the end of that one minute cold shower every day, I'm, I'm usually feeling like a boss. Like I'm usually feeling like, fuck yeah, I got through that, right? If I didn't do that every single day, I wouldn't then have that feeling. So, you know, I just, I guess that's something that I've been landing in also lately. Hold on a sec. Sorry, Lucky just got home from golf. Um, but yeah, so that's probably my third lesson that something I've implemented and I'm really feeling the benefits of and feel like it's a really healthy thing that I've actually started implementing has been just actually allowing for discomfort and consciously choosing to make myself uncomfortable. Um, so that is that one. And then my, my final one is the power of intention setting. Um, and what I mean by that is obviously I have big goals. I have big goals that I'm working towards. Pardon me. But I think sometimes when you have really, really big goals that you're working towards, you know, obviously there's little things you can do every single day, but it can get a little bit like rinse and repeat. Like it can get a little bit repetitive, like you're just copy and pasting and, you know, you're doing the same thing day in, day out. And it gets a little bit like monotonous because there's probably not a lot you can do straight away. It's like a compounding thing where you're sh- like you're sl- showing up a little bit every single day. Um, that's definitely kind of an energy I found myself in a little bit where I was like, yeah, I'm still moving the needle and I'm ticking all the boxes every single day. But like it felt a little bit copy and pasty. Like, and something that I've started integrating is intention setting, but for like mid-term goals. So no longer like the long-term goals, but actually for each month, you know, and it's been really, really powerful to look at the month ahead and be like, okay, what do I want to focus on this month? Where do I want to put my energy? You know, what do I want to grow this month? Besides obviously, you know, the stuff that I'm already working on, but what element can I take on this month? What can that look like this month, me growing this? And it's just constantly checking in month after month of what you can do. And then it's just, it just breaks it down a little bit where it's like, okay, I have four weeks that I get to focus on this, you know, instead of being like, okay, I'm focusing on this for the next year. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of breaks it down a little bit where it's like I have an intention and I have even more purpose each day of where I'm directing my energy and what I want to do and all the things. And then also just by reflecting every month, it also means that I get to reflect on the way that I was approaching things and then tweak it a little bit. That would be my last lesson of just things that I've been implementing, integrating in the past couple months, things I've landed in, things I'm moving through, realizations I've had and all the things. And one thing I want to like finish off with, I suppose, is that, you know, I actually spoke to it on my stories this morning where I was saying that I feel like time is such a whack concept to me. And that I don't marinate in bad feelings, right? I don't really get stuck on, you know, not feeling good or there being a problem or whatever. I'm very quick to unpack it, realize what it is, recognize it, and then choose differently and move differently and do what is required of me. I'm, you won't often catch me in problem frequency, sitting in problem frequency for a prolonged amount of time. And I truly think that it's because of that that I can have so many lessons and learn so many things in such a short amount of time because I'm choosing to keep moving. I'm keeping myself open to that and I'm not being drowned by, you know, a single feeling for a prolonged amount of time. So 
I think that's just really something interesting to note as well and something that I'm grateful for this work for is that that's a month and a bit of lessons and things that I've learned and shifts I've experienced you know and I truly think that every lesson gets us closer and you know is is something a lesson we were meant to learn so I think the more lessons I learn and you know the things that I can experience in a month just gets me that those few lessons closer to you know certain experiences and things like that and being a certain person having a you know getting to a certain stage of personal development and things like that so anyway I'm going to finish it up there because the music's about to start I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode definitely more of a reflective one bit of a bit of a ramble bit of a riff um but it's actually really good to reflect on these things so even I urge you to reflect on your lessons that you've learned in the past couple months and things that you're taking with you and maybe even set an intention for the month ahead and things like that so anyway I'm going to wrap it up there um but yeah I hope you enjoyed and I'll be in your ears next week (laughs)